0: meeting your date in 10 minutes glancing in the mirror you notice your wrinkles and large under eye bags you rummage through your bag thinking where's your secret weapon and there it is plexiderm you apply the clear serum under your eyes and boom two minutes later you start seeing the under eye bags and wrinkles disappearing in front of your eyes you'll look years younger Plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. Go to triplexiderm.com and enter voices for 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Again, enter voices at triplexiderm.com to get 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling 1 800 685 1292 and mention code voices. Plexiderm is backed by a 90 day money back guarantee, so to get our special discount, enter voices at triplexiderm.com.
1: I
2: have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and
0: I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out, here's Hal Sparks.
3: Well, welcome to our first show after Super Tuesday, um, which seems like a hundred years ago yeah it really does honest to god uh johnny million is with us how how's everybody doing welcome to the show infotainmentwars.com to watch the stream those of you uh listening to us on the radio ease back uh we're gonna have a it's a good show today there's a lot to talk about but before we even get rolling um coronavirus is not a hoax um please (laughs) wash your hands um, cough and sneeze into your elbow. If you're sick at all, stay home and self quarantine. If you have any suspicion that you were in contact with, you know, with someone who was somewhere where it was a factor a week and a half or two weeks ago, um, take that into consideration about where you go and what you do and how you handle things. Not saying you have to stop going out in the world, but you know, there's, there are two ways to handle this. One is treat the world as as if it's full of contagion and concerning for your own health. And then the other is to treat uh, the world with uh, gentle kindness, because you very well may be the problem. (laughs) Honest to God. I mean, that's, you know, that's a big part of this. Um, Now we have the president who is out. um, I think he's got it all figured out. I think so. I mean, I, he's put, he's, he's put Pence in charge of stuff that makes us all feel a whole lot better. Um, this is, uh, we'll, we'll see if you can, uh, hear this part of it. Um, but so there have been a bunch of stories back and forth about this over the last couple of, uh, weeks as this story has grown. And many of you who are HSRPM, uh, listeners who've been around for a bit have know that like how long have I've been harping on this since December. Um, I have been going at this. And saying this is a very serious thing, and we need to treat it very seriously. I, you know, I was a little felt very Cassandra in the in the beginning of this <coughs> whole thing, and now the world is kind of catching up to this. And um, I, I still stand by my statements that even the numbers now coming out of China are not legit, um, and they are now forcing people to go back to work, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah. Um, I think the numbers that are more representative of a reality are closer to what we're seeing in Iran and Italy. Um, those are the two standards, um, and Italy is having a hell of a time. Uh, they are closer to our society as far as people being able to move freely, um, and therefore the contagion level and the kill uh, and and the the death rate, um, how how many people this disease kills. Uh, that number in Italy is more indicative of what we are looking at in this country. We are not, we don't change our behavior and, and work to to stem that, which most people are. Um, but in the process, um, the, uh, the Iranian version of things, which is they're, they're, the deaths they are experiencing are statistically off the charts compared to the number of people that they know have the virus, which is weighted against how much, just the medical facilities that they have and their ability to keep up with how many people have it. So they have no idea. So if they can only find out that a thousand people have it and 500 people die, it doesn't mean that the death rate is 50%. (laughs) Um, It means, or to use uh, uh, Brian Williams math, uh, 5,000 people have died because 1,000 people got the disease. Um, It means that a lot more people are sick there or have it than uh, than don't, and um, they are unable to measure that number. And the people who are getting it have uh, comorbidity issues that go unchecked the rest of the time because of the state of the medical uh, system in Iran. That you know that that these people probably there's you know there are lots of smokers. There are people who have. Um, damaged lungs from, you know, other disease over time. There's lots of that stuff. So uh, you have to kind of balance these numbers against each other is what I'm saying. It's, it's incredibly, um, important. So, um, that said again, it is, there is no plan. So you are the plan people. So wash your hands, cough and sneeze into your elbow if you're ill or you think you're you're with or if you around someone who's ill and you don't have time to get them tested you have somebody in your household self-quarantining might be the smart thing like i may be asymptomatic my uh you know my mate or parent that lives in the house has it um and therefore um i don't want to carry it out anywhere else that has to be a factor there are going to be business impacts to this get used to the idea going forward as a touring individual, um, this is something I ha- have to consider and think about a lot. I'm still doing, you know, we don't call it the meet and grope at the sexy liberal company <laughs> for nothing, um, but I will say that everybody who is who came to the Seattle show, for example, was um, being pretty respectful of distance in some cases, a couple of people weren't, but, uh, (laughs) you could also tell that people were like, before they came to the meet and greet, they were washing their hands. If they, you know, there were, there wasn't anybody coughing, sneezing, or touching their nose at the event that I could see. And certainly that I didn't, you know, not that I shook hands with and stuff. It's a factor. So do you have to panic? No, because panic doesn't help be aware and, and Factor this into your daily life for the time being. That's all I'm asking. There you go. Lecture over.
1: It's a factor.
3: It is. Um, meanwhile, um, Devin, we have some uh, audio from um, from Trump at the CDC, which will make everybody feel a whole lot better. Um, I know you have a couple of clips. What's the first one that you have up? Oh, well, then I'll do them then. Okay, so this is... So one of the things that I think scared everybody at the beginning of these, uh, of this whole thing was the cruise ship, um, it, that was off the coast of Japan and people were getting sick and it was, you know, people are basically trapped there, which is why I'm convinced that Vegas is ultimately going to do a huge, like PR push when this kind of levels out and we've dealt with it. Um, where, uh. <laughs> They're or just gonna, to get
1: people in the doors again?
3: Yeah, they're going to go, come to Vegas. We're, we have all the stuff that a cruise ship has, except you can leave if there's, a, <laughs> there's an <laughs> epidemic. There are hospitals nearby. You don't have to stay, uh, you know, hovering in the water as everybody around you gets it. You know what I mean? We have Purell. Exactly. And plenty of it. Um, oh, by the way, it, went to Target today. No Purell. Um, which, by the way, only helps with bacteria. Um, does not help with viruses. Um, therefore, you need to wash your hands. There's a fatty outer coating to viruses to the cells on them that you have to break down with soap and water. That's why you why wash your hands. think that's
1: so personal with me every time.
3: I, well, oh, your fatty outer coating. I don't know. It makes you <laughs> snuggly. I'm just saying. I think I wear it well. Part, yes, you do. It's part of what's part of what makes you lovable. Um, <laughs> yes. And hi, chat room. I will. I will talk to you in the next uh, segment. But this is um, Trump. Didn't you know? There's a the the Princess cruise ship picked up some people came here. A bunch of those people weren't told that there were people who had been infected on it. They are now hovering off the coast of uh, San Francisco um, in quarantine, which by the way, in, I don't know if most people know this, but do you know where quarantine comes from? No, no. Okay. The ships, uh, when they would arrive in a port a long time ago, uh, many, many centuries ago, that would start, they would make you stay off the coast for 40 days in case anybody was sick. Um, because that was how long it took for most diseases to either work their way through everybody. Oh, is that the
1: word for forty?
3: Yeah, quarantine. So that's where it comes from. So, yeah, yeah there you go. So, um, so we have a, a, you know, there's a ship with a bunch of Americans on it. <laughs> no, put it. So most, what? <laughs> uh, <are full> of, <laughs> it
1: sounded like it was are. starting a blues. Song. It does.
3: It does. Uh, um, this is this is Trump um, when being asked, "What do you do about the people?" on the ship? Hmm.
2: Uh, It's a very good question.
3: I feel so much better already.
2: (laughs) From my my standpoint, uh, I want to rely on people. I have great experts, really our vice president, who's working 24 hours a day on this stuff. They would like to have the people come off. I'd rather have the people stay, but I'd go with them. I told them to make the final decision. I would rather, because I like the numbers being where they are, I don't need to have the numbers double because of one ship. That wasn't our fault. And it wasn't the fault of the people on the ship either. Okay, it wasn't their fault either. And they're mostly American, so I can live either way with it. I'd rather have them stay on, personally. But I fully
1: understand if they want to take him off. I gave them the authority to make the decision. Um, So it wasn't our fault. That's like right where his brain is
3: all the time. Yeah. This is about poll numbers for him. This is and and the idea that Pence is working on this 24 seven. I don't know that mother allows him out of the house more than 10 hours a day.
1: Um, I know that I have technically never worked on anything 24 seven ever.
3: No, no, nobody. Nobody actually does. I mean, maybe twenty-four uh, one. I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate where you're coming from with that, but oh, like twenty-four
1: one and a half.
3: No, 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 you're not. Um, so the um, the effectiveness of uh, you know Trump saying I'd rather have those people stay on the boat because I don't want my numbers to double. The charitable version of that is he doesn't want contagious people coming on shore, spreading the contagion to other people. And doubling the number of people infected in the United States. That's a give, if you're giving him total, uh, if you're being charitable with what he is saying, because he's a little slipshod with what he's talking about. Um, the the obvious thing, if you know the man himself, is that he thinks there are uh, 17 people dead now, and if we bring the you know including the people who will die that have it on the boat will make his numbers go up. And compared to other countries, he wants to be able to say we're we have better numbers than they do. Beyond the fact that people aren't numbers, the fact that they can't think around the idea that keeping people on a ship as the contagion grows has already been shown to be responsible for more deaths and more infections that you must have a strategy in place that you, you go, we have this, this boat full of people. There's definitely some contagion on board. We've dropped the tests off as soon as they get the test results. And we know who we're sequestering and who we aren't, we're going to dock the boat, take off all the people we know are clear and do not carry it. And then everyone who does have it, will have to go to a quarantine for a certain time and we'll get uh, medical support for the people who do have it and need it. Like that's just say that it's super simple. He has no done. idea how to, like,
1: really tidy up a situation well, without putting himself first. He,
3: he is incapable of processing this threat because it is not. He can't give the virus a nickname and and make it go away. He and,
1: can't. And when you're when you are incapable of admitting that you don't know something, mm-hmm. something like this, it's it is like. It,
3: it, oh, we have a clip of him. nightmare. We have a clip of, uh, oh, we have a lovely clip of him talking about, uh, you know, his ability to deal with this. We will talk about that when we come back oh, after the break. Oh, yeah, it's it's glorious. Um, it's the Parks Radio Program Mega Worldwide on infotainmentwars.com is the uh, link to go to the youtube page to watch the stream how are you hello chat room i'll be talking to you guys during the break and then of course hey, hello yeah yeah uh patreon.com slash Hal sparks to support the show we'll be back right after this
1: now let's get back to how sparks radio program mega worldwide
3: Welcome back. I think that's us. I think we're here. Is that it? No, yeah, yeah, we're that back. Was, that was we're,
1: my creation right there.
3: Yeah, that's that's a little bit of Johnny Million's music right there, which is how we know we're home again. Um, we were talking during the break, um, as we often are wont to do. The show never stops, people. No, it doesn't. Uh, that's why you know uh, it's kind of. You know, that's why we're I, so tired. <laughs> that's right. That's why we're <laughs> exhausted because we have to say everything twice. Um, <laughs> no, because the. The, I mean, there's there's a myriad of issues with Trump's management of any particular uh, problem that is presented to him, and in the case of coronavirus, and you know, there must be there must be um, a uh, how do I put this a panda? He only has yes, he only has sort of three responses to things, which is. Um, blame Obama, call yep. it an, it, you know, in the case of the, you know, whatever the problem is, a, a cute name and say that we're doing very well. The, the Baghdad Bob response that he has. Right? So oh, yeah. um, that's, that's a constant thing. Thank you, Hal Vickery. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm just now seeing the, uh, the super chats you guys sent. That means so much. Thank you. Hal Vickery always steps up. Oh man, he does. He so does. Um, and Jill Carter, thank you so much. Um, for our, uh, our our advice, here's the thing, and I say this, this this is the this the essence of what I'm telling you as a human being, and I need you to hear me. I don't care if you're a a a a, a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat, a, a Bernie bro, or Stan, a, a Trump person. I don't care. If you're a Russian running a bot, and English is your second language, and that's why you can't figure out conjunctions, I don't care. What I, function. Uh, to all of you, I give the same message: stay healthy, wash your hands, and don't spread a disease to anybody else. That's what I'm asking. That's is it, it, that's what I like. You don't have to agree with me on any of this stuff. We don't have to politically agree. I don't want you to die. I have all my, all my political disagreements happen, um, uh, above the line of, of civility and below the line of hostility. There's, there's, I am, I believe in the conversational middle way. Okay. So even if I'm, even my language at its most stout on Twitter, if you read what I do or whatever, read it within the context of a, a heated conversation between friends, you know what I mean? Even when I swear, understand that that's where I live, right? So in terms of this, when things are genuinely serious, this is one of those situations where you find yourself going, I want the president to succeed. You always hear those, that phrase. And then there are a bunch of people you know, who are against that person going, I don't want him to succeed, but because of it. And like, dude, you're missing the point. You are, you are you're confusing priority success to we're dealing with a threat here and I want that threat to kill and harm as few people as possible, get over yourself. And that's where we are with, uh, the, with COVID-19. So please, for God's sake, heed that part of it. And which means, and I'm sorry, magas and CAGs, I guess you're all CAGs now, right? Um, is cause we, you have to be, because uh dear leader was wearing his red hat at the CDC because uh, it was everything is so sea to the pants right now that he didn't have time to you know, go through the two hours it takes to do his hair. So you, that's that's what the hat was about, folks. And he doesn't have any hats laying around that aren't product. That's just that's just real. Thank you, Benny Logo. Yes, <laughs> everybody, smash the like. Give us a thumbs up on the show, of course. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, really helps if you want to watch or listen to the whole thing. Um, and don't forget we're the House uh, Sparks Radio Podcast, Mega Worldwide on um, the uh, Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. By the way, Madison's coming up. Going to be doing the live show from Chicago, and then we're all going to Madison. It's going to be super exciting. There you go. So Trump, um, you know. You know, went through the whole realm, the whole range of excuses that he throws up, blaming Obama, um, and and the and what you he he's he's fighting with the governor of Washington right now, uh, just over nothing, right? In the middle of a crisis, <sighs> never, never, never be the bigger person. Like, it, 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 would you ever be
1: right or happy?
3: it it yes it violates the the trump prime directive trump is like yeah. his own version of robocop like he can't fire somebody who works for ocp he can't not um in the middle of a crisis figure out a way to talk and, and address problems in a way that brings people on board um yeah. so here he is though um telling um explaining how he told Mike Pence to deal with uh, Governor Inslee. Hold on, here it is. The
2: president went to see a, well, the Seattle area yesterday. He did. Uh, Inslee. Yeah. He was very complimentary of Washington's response. The governor was a little less complimentary of your response. Uh, so I told Mike not to be complimentary of the governor because that governor is a snake Okay.
1: Wow. Uh,
2: Inslee. And I said, if you're nice to him, he's, he will uh, take advantage. And I would have said, no, let me just tell you, we have a lot of problems with the governor and the governor of Washington. That's we have many of your problems.
3: Okay. So we have a lot of problems with Washington. He's got political issues with Inslee and he literally directed Pence. So, so basically what he's saying, he's outing Pence as being complimentary on camera, but talking crap behind the scenes. That's what he's talking about. He's like, I told him not to be nice because if you're nice to him, he'll take advantage. He is literally more diplomatic with Kim Jong-un, Erdogan, and Putin than he is with one of the governors of a state in his own country with 15 dead because of this virus. Uh, okay. So then, but you know, you really don't, uh, yeah. And, oh, and, and you like how he used the, uh, he, you can tell somebody briefed him on the Warren dropping out, um, story and the snake emoji stuff that went with it. Yeah. That the, uh, the Bernie bros were, um, using snake emojis because they thought she was only staying in to steal votes from Sanders Um, So that was all over Twitter. Somebody clearly told him that, and now snake's his new favorite word. Yeah. So, um, but I don't want you to worry about it. Yes, he's put Biden in charge. Yes, he's stepped in front of the CDC. He cuts them off when they're trying to explain the details about how to keep yourself safe. Um, But but he's got it all handled. You know how we can tell? Because he said so.
2: And I like this stuff. You know, my alcohol... He a great person who was at MIT. He taught at MIT for, I think, like a record number of years. He was a great super genius, Dr. John Trump. I like this stuff. I really get it. People are surprised that I understand. Every one of these doctors said, how do you know so much about this? Maybe I have a natural ability. Maybe I should have done that instead of running for president. But you know what? Uh, what they've done is very incredible. I understand that whole world. I love that world. I really do. I love that world. They should be given
3: tremendous
2: credit
3: and the whole so the uh so the doctors that he met with uh at, you know the, the epidemiologists that are working on this were going wow how do you have such a grasp of how how pandemics spread well, you know, my, I had an uncle who was a super genius. Like, who answers a question like that? I don't
1: know. Maybe it's natural. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's well, maybe. It runs,
3: it runs. It runs. It's like in my blood. Okay. Like, like a bacteria that grows only in me that makes me a sm- super smart. And they're like, how do you even know? It's Because I love that world. I love the world <laughs> of disease. What are you talking about? Having untreated fourth stage syphilis does not make you an expert. on epidemiology oh my god we gotta take a break we'll be back it's the house parks radio program mega worldwide um after this uh like he was on hannity to do cleanup after this the market plunges every time he talks every time the only time it went up biden's win after super tuesday and we'll talk about that when we come back
0: You're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you notice your wrinkles and large under-eye bags. You rummage through your bag thinking, where's your secret weapon? And there it is, Plexiderm. You apply the clear serum under your eyes and boom, two minutes later, you start seeing the under-eye bags and wrinkles disappearing in front of your eyes. You'll look years younger. Plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. Go to TriPlexiderm.com and enter Voices for 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Again, enter Voices at TriPlexiderm.com to get 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee, so to get our special discount, enter Voices. At triplexiderm.com.
4: Now let's get back with sparks radio program Mega Worldwide.
3: Um Plinkman in our chat room says Republicans have a minimal understanding of governing, in quotes. That's why Trump can fire their professionals in place to deal with something like a pandemic. Um here's here's the essential problem with voting for Republicans, at least in the last, oh, I don't know, 40 years. Um Ever since Reagan said, you know, the, whatever, the worst nine words somebody can say is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, um, that has been a rallying cry for Republicans. And their raison debt for running and, and being government employees and representatives of the people is that government can't do anything right, so put me in charge so I can prove it. Um, let, let me show you how incompetent um, government can be. Put me in charge, and I'll I'll show you what it's like I to really hate that. Not spend your tax dollars wisely, um, waste a bunch of it on there, um, grift constantly. Uh, you know, fill my cronies' pockets, and then leave having collapsed the system from the inside. I mean, it's uh, th- no no clearer example I can give than than the White House tweeting out. Trump signing over his paycheck for the year um, to uh, to fight coronavirus, you know uh, his you know his his presidential salary, and and they want to be padded on the back for this. Meanwhile, he has spent so far three hundred and thirty four years of presidential salary just on golf. <laughs> 300. He would have to be president. God help us all, for 334 years, to just spend the money um, as a you know as an employee baseline to make for, salary. Yeah, he'd
1: have to work that long.
3: He'd have to work that long to make how much he has spent on golf make sense. And all of that money, shy of maybe 500k of it in in uh, South Korea or Japan when he went golfing there. Went to his properties, straight into his pocket.
1: The president. I try not to let him make me angry, but I know the president
3: has stolen effectively 334 years of presidential salary to shore up the dumps he owns that passes golf resorts. Uh, uh, They would be underwater if not for the money that he charges the secret service and the rest of the government to be there. He, he charges them retail or above. There's no cut deal. I thought the whole idea of having a billionaire was he didn't need the money. I got why, why is he even charging the government for the use of his properties? If the whole point is, you know, that's why we have a billionaire because he can't be bought and he doesn't, he doesn't, these are his own interests and don't get me started on the idea that he's been using chaos trades his entire run. And this may just be another example. So well, that's, that's an entirely separate argument. Um, The um, bless Aaron Rupar, by the way, who, who follows Trump in all this um, and, and basically goes through all of his speeches um, there is a, um, the, the flu kills a lot of people. Okay. Flu, flu does kill a lot of people. That's, that's not what you should count as a baseline. You should work to eliminate that as best you can. And in a country like ours, the flu does not kill that many people that die singularly of the flu. Um, right, right. Almost to the person, it is a comorbidity issue. They catch the flu while they already have pneumonia or they already have, uh, you know, they're, they're elderly and they use a CPAP regularly or some sort of uh, respirator device that makes it, pr- you know, particularly virulent for them because it stacks on top of an already compromised immune system and kills them. That takes a lot of work to, to protect against that. And even still, the flu in its root has somewhere like it kills like 0.05 percent of the people who get it, even with that comorbidity factor um, you know uh, compared to the number of people who who catch it. We also have um, between flu vaccinations and what's called herd immunity, which is that certain people are just, naturally uh, because they've either had another flu um, that's close enough the antibodies that they have around the flu are create an immunity to strains that are in this in a similar genetic line they're able to not to fight it off they don't get sick because they had it two years ago okay um, and and a, and a generalized idea that some people just quite frankly aren't going to get it that keeps, that's what keeps the transmission rate of the flu low. This disease is brand new. Nobody has herd immunity to it. Nobody has uh, antibodies in their system that are close enough uh, to fit it. Even though the president at the meeting with the CDC, and I have to find this clip, asks if the flu vaccine, uh, he goes, a really strong flu vaccine, uh, could you just use that? Against the coronavirus, no <laughs> flu, flu vaccines. Are, the reason we need a new one every year is because it's specific to a single genetic strain of the flu. It has nothing to do with this disease. Right. <laughs> uh, like just the ma- like nine year olds know this. <laughs> so the idea the that QAnon the- does not, no, but. If, if you're the president and you think that a section of the populace thinks this, for example, if you think that this, this is the best case, to, again, being totally charitable in this, in this situation, mm-hmm. you, you think the, pre, the there is a huge section of the populace the, you know, that are like the anti-vaxxer crowd or whatever who have weird ideas about this stuff. You think maybe a bunch of these folks think that just because they've had the flu vaccine that it covers this. Could you speak to that and let them know that that isn't the case? That that I mean, that's how you would phrase it, right? If you were if you were really trying to help, and you you weren't being stupid, you were you were you were trying to convince people like Trump. Like if you had a a Trump in your audience, and this dope thinks, "But I got the flu shot every time I go pick up my Propecia, my Viagra, I get the flu shot." My, my Adderall, they, they, they grind it. I, I do the smoothie, and then I get a flu shot. I think that's what's in that. I don't know. I just wake up later, and my, my, my butt's a little uncomfortable, and then I go back to work. Um, but I've already had the flu shot. I should be fine against coronavirus, right? Yeah. There are those people out there. I'm, I'm convinced Wolf Blitzer's entire job is, is um, to be the representative idiot, to ask stupid questions for people who are too embarrassed just to ask so, stupid questions?
1: Yeah, just so an expert can go, well, not, I, that's a good
3: question. Thank you for why, asking. Why would people think that this is this if this is that? And the, and the expert has to look at him like he's a moron and go, well, obviously because, you know. And I think that's his, that's why they keep him on. Um, the, in, in Trump's case, this is, uh, you know, this is a belief He has. This this is a thought he thinks, he believes this. So I, uh, you know, anyways, madness. Um, so th- this is, um, and this is Trump talking about the flu. The Here it is.
2: Very important, but there are also other ramifications. Stock market dropped yesterday. The travel industry, airlines, cruise ships. A They're talking about the like
3: the flu and it being on airline like. The contagion mm-hmm. factor of what, it, what airlines cutting flights. But, uh,
2: we're also uh, considering the fact that last year you got approximately 36,000 deaths due to what's called the flu. Uh, what's called the was, flu? When I first heard this four, five, six weeks ago. When
3: I was- this is something that people, I call it the flu. <laughs> Some people, I've heard flu, but that's what we call We call it the flu
2: the amount of people that died with the flu. I was shocked to hear it. anywhere from 27,000 to 70,000 or 77,000. And I guess they said in 1990, that was in particular very bad, it was higher than that. Uh, as of the time I left the plane with you, we had 240 cases and that's at least what was on a very fine.
3: By the way, uh, California is monor- monitoring right now, 3,400 people
2: network. You known as Fox News. You, know, you love it.
3: But that's what I happen to be watching. And uh, know, how was the show last night? Did it get good ratings, by the way? Oh, and then he pivots oh to did people God. watch his his town hall and he knows it did really well. So he's he's trying to turn this into a brag. The problem that he has is that the reason people were watching it was because they, they were like, die. yeah, I hear the world is collapsing. What are you doing, dude? And they did not come away happy about it. As a matter of fact, the first like four questions he got before they went to break and and Hannity like wagged a finger at somebody like, can we get some nice questions for the president to make him look good? He th- they were like, dude, what are you doing? This is not this. N- this is not the story you are telling. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Um it's the house Parks radio program mega worldwide on wcpd radio chicago's press talk we'll get to some calls and we got to talk about super tuesday it feels like a hundred years ago oh, but looking at the 538 on this it's extraordinary that the difference a week makes yeah. we'll be back during the breaks when we're talking about the kiss show and david lee roth uh and we break State it all down, we do and there was a dude a huge group of people like the place was packed to the rafters um it's a hell of a bill yeah it and and um and a lot of people i, I made a joke and some people will know what i'm talking it's about like especially it. in this crowd yes uh that david lee roth is the joe biden of of hard rock uh, front men. <laughs> they have similar hair. No, because oh. because right as they walk on stage, you're like, oh, please, please, please don't, don't screw up. You know what I right. mean? You this, oh, yeah. You're trepidatious. You're like, please, I know you got it. I know you mean well. I know you care, but please bring your A game, <laughs> right? Don't
1: say the thing. Don't say the thing about the thing.
3: Don't, yeah, don't riff that lyric right now because that's the good part. Don't, don't yodel it. It's going to make me sad, you know?
1: It's so true because you know that he can hit so many notes and then sometimes he just like gets all freewheeling or decides to talk to somebody.
3: Yeah. Like, do you just come out, do you, and don't worry about anything else, right? So, and that is the concern, I think, for a lot of people that that we you know, that you have about uh, Biden in did some you, ways. Did
1: you really just bring all that together? I
3: did. I mean, Nicely it's not done, it, it is absolutely true because, um, you know, Biden's been you know known to be gaffy for years. He you know, he'll pick words out of uh, conversation and throw them in. But his heart's in the right place. He always means well, and he may speak off the reservation sometimes in terms of language. But it doesn't change the fact that his policy ideas are right in line with the I mean, the most liberal strain of the Democratic Party, clearly. Um, He just released his opioid plan, like how to deal with the opioid crisis. And it's the most progressive one of anybody running. Wow. And also. I was struck by I read I I read the breakdown of it and I was struck by one thing that I don't know that people will read into. And it has to do with how people perceive his stance on the ninety four crime bill that people are, you know, uh, trepidatious about, to say the very least. Um, And I I tweeted an article earlier today uh, that was a fact check on the fact that that's not what rose the incarceration rate in the United States. It was a myriad of other factors um that weren't related and had more to do with how states allocated what they were doing um and that there was a problem in the 90s of rapists and murderers and armed robbers not serving their full terms getting put back out on the street before there was even time to rehabilitate them serving like uh you know a a sixth or an eighth of their term and this just said no they need two-thirds of the time if they're a violent offender that was a you know a big part of that which would naturally grow the incarceration rate naturally because people aren't getting out. It didn't add right. to the number of people who were arrested. It meant that. So anyways, so over the course of this, his, his opioid plan um, makes a very distinct, this an important distinction, which I think a lot of people m- may, you know, need to look at to understand, but there's a lot of talk about nonviolent drug offenders versus people who kind of like the the comorbidity argument we have about illness are in jail for four things or five things. And one of them is possession, right? So they pull you over after you've been involved in a, a, you know, a, a shooting or something. They, they bust you for, uh, you know, suspicion of attempted murder or murder itself and all these other things. And along with that is possession of a a weapon possession of a stolen weapon possession of narcotics you know blah 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 so the difference is a lot of times they will either drop the charge or pad the charge against you to try and keep these you know people who've been through the system a bunch that will show up in the charts as this person um got time for on their sentence having this much pot and so what it reads um uh you know in terms of statistics as if there are more um, people in for nonviolent drug offenses than there actually materially are, okay? And especially if you just take that note, right? So his bill just says, essentially, um, the, the the plan they're presenting is all nonviolent drug offenders where, where their drug conviction for um, using, having, or dealing a, a small amount of pot um, is... Um, automatically released and expunged. If you don't, if you have another crime attached to it, if you're a rapist who was also busted with a, you know, a minor amount of pot, you're not going to shorten your sentence any. Does that make sense? So it makes a very important distinction in there, um, that I thought was like nobody else bothered to put in there, that said it also puts more money towards treatment centers and the building of them than any other plan, and I thought that was uh, you know that was really cool that just came out today now um super Tuesday, where do we even start chat room i mean how how do you guys even go about this uh part of it the um i I told you before the show, Johnny to pull up um five thirty eight yep. The the primary forecast was fairly neck and neck for a good long while right before the um, uh, leading up to Super Tuesday. There was some back and forth. But um, Biden, you know, there was a period where Biden was above Sanders in their polling averages, For a while but it was i mean it was a negligible within the margin of error difference
1: and sanders was so much higher than biden just on like march 3rd right
3: right which had more to do with um i think democrats sitting on the sidelines not wanting to make up their minds until something coalesced out of a field of you know 10 people you know um There was a you know, there distinctly became a kind of, um, you know, the 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 Sanders wing and then everybody else and the everybody else number was watered down by the number of people in there. And you could kind of pick a favorite because on on paper at a bunch of these uh, uh, throughout the polling since last year, it has been abundantly clear that the Democrat beats Trump going into this, even before the coronavirus stuff came up, even before people were having the talk of potential recession, right? And the interesting thing is, I mean, I have my own beliefs about the recession talk. I think it's uh, old world economics. We're using economic models that were built when there were only, you know, 4 billion people on the planet. It's a completely different aspect when you talk about, you know, across the world. But the the fact that, that this disease is affecting... You know, just in time manufacturing and shipping and all that kind of stuff plays a huge uh, part in this, um, and will will lead to a certain amount of, in a very, in, in an interesting way, uh, things being made in the United States or at least on the in uh, the Americas. Right, that there will be a shift towards you know South American production as well as Canadian production, American uh, production. Um, and and Mexico, like all working together. Hence the, um, well, well, that's that's another. Uh, like we've only got a minute left in this hour, but Demi- the the primary forecast right now is that Biden has a seven in eight chance. So crazy of uh, securing the nomination outright with over two thousand delegates, twenty one, twenty three, or something. I have to look at the latest number. Sanders now has a one in 50 chance. One in 50. That is an incredible reversal. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that with our callers uh, and, and you guys after we come back. 773 763 9278. It's the House Parks Radio program, Mega Worldwide. Had one life is than another. If you can't the beast, you get a taste.
0: Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio program Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy ending. Yay!
3: Yeah, man. We got uh I think we got more callers too. So let's grab one. Um we'll talk about the Hulu uh Hillary show at, during after in the post show today. Holy smokes. All right. But uh who do we have, Devin? Next we have Jonathan out in Boston. Excellent.
4: How are you doing?
3: I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Go ahead.
4: And I'm trying, what was the person who was really impassioned who called, who was very verbatim about not downing the DNC and fellow Democrats? Hey. Um Well, yeah. Joe Biden is a great guy. Both Bernie and Trump's style lend themselves very well to debates, as seeing as debates have become sort of a reality show. Biden, not so much. Biden will get trounced. Did anyone not watch all the debates? <laughs> Yes, no but he's got, he's uh, a
3: here's the thing. This would be my pushback on that because I've had this conversation with a bunch of people. No, the main one being be, is that Biden has gotten better as the field has narrowed, and he is much better at going after um, a, a genuine opponent than fellow Democrats. One of the reasons why Sanders has but done so well is Sanders, Sanders going to considers splatter. all I'm, the other Democrats to be as much his opponents as Trump. Biden does okay, not. Well, we'll
4: watch it and then we'll come back and after the next debate, but I'm telling you, there's no way. It, I think it's it's a shame that they're, they're that the support they are pushing him. Like I think it's it's wrong to push him in his state of mind. I don't think he's uh, in yeah, state I don't of mind to be in the I state
3: don't buy state. the elder blue, uh, abuse uh, storyline. I've no, seen that.
4: He's
3: old. He's sharp as it's, attack. It's, uh, that's because he says the exact same thing all the time and you never see his personality well, when so. it comes out. Maybe did you so, read, but- did you read the article in the, in, in the New York times about uh, that just came out like four days ago when they're finally like his staffers finally talking about what he's like behind the scenes. The, the fact okay, that he but, like, but I mean, there's the a bunch of things that I've seen. And here's the thing, you know, you know, Joe, you know Joe Biden and actually what he's signed on to do, you know, he was right. uh, Obama's uh, vice president right. and he was active in policy he actually cares about those kind of things. Even the stuff that they hold up against him um, doesn't stand up as a as a worry point, especially when compared well, we'll to see. Trump. We'll
4: see. I and mean, certainly, I,
3: we'll, we'll review after
4: debates, But also, in terms of DNC, I know people are talking about controversy and, you know, conspiracies. I'm looking at mm-hmm. a list of every DNC member and their backgrounds. Every single one is a corporate lobbyist. I don't care what anybody says. There's no question that they, that, you know—
3: so they, they, uh,
4: for they whom? someone who... There are
3: union mean, lobbyists in that as well. The unions are incorporated. It's not the same thing. Would you they agree? Want, no.
4: The unions okay. or lobbyists are in this list of, of DNC members? Yes. Okay, well, I don't see them here. I don't know. I'm looking at every name. Harold Ikes, James Roosevelt. The,
3: so, the, the Democratic National Committee the entirety of the of the group the you staff, think the main are staff, primarily, so so the dnc's problem is that they are is the corporatist issue that's the issue that you have well every with single them. member that i'm versus, looking
4: at is a corporatist
3: versus I mean, the republican you, Macro, uh, party every okay. single
4: one is about dark money and about you know i mean that's that's what it's about that's why they want dark Biden, uh, dark
3: money from, uh, okay so um, the essence of what you're you're saying is that this is a a corporatist Dem versus uh, Sanders uh, independent. One hundred
4: percent. If you look at the list of, of who's on the board of the DNC, I'm looking at a list in their backgrounds. I can name every member. I mean, I'm looking at them right now. James okay. Roosevelt so, III, Harold Ikes, Barry. Yes, James I'm not, look up their
3: names. I, I'm not looking the same, I'm not looking at the same list that you are. But the proposals put forward by both uh, uh, the Obama administration, by uh, um, Biden himself, by uh, Elizabeth Warren, by uh, the DNC as a platform, do not line up uh, in a in a in a neoliberal way with the Republican Party's uh, fiscal decisions at no, all.
4: No, I would say the um, Republicans are far worse. Of course, it's not you know, but.
0: Money and politics is the problem. Okay, so what's your definition? We're going to get another Trump.
3: Okay, but then this boils down to, are we simply talking about people who are operating functionally within a capitalist society and trying to find a bridge between the the normal regulation and proper regulation of business, which is a give and take in a democratic society, or the abdication of all uh, corporate existence or well, the totally giving the it reason why we don't have list them on the the, Republican reason why,
4: the reason why the NRA have so much power the reason why we have problems with health care the reason why there are detainment centers is corporate money if there was the no corporate money the democrats aren't getting money from the NRA would, 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 what's that no they don't but i'm saying it's all the same topic i'm saying in general it's money and no it politics. isn't
3: no no it isn't because there are, yes, uh, you is. know it's like the word special interests is there a difference and when you talk about special interests, that that name, that word, that phrase co- encapsulates both the nurses union and BP. No, it's not the same. Not the same. Right. Do you think exactly you don't think that and, the Republicans, I agree,
4: who are, who are against any regulations in guns, do you don't think if they weren't receiving money from the NRA, they'd be more willing to go along with those regulations?
3: You don't uh, think it has anything yes, to do with here's, the money that you're the from the I, know for a, I, I Here's the thing. I know for a fact that there are, not only are there NRA members and member states and and members in the in the government that aren't particularly concerned with the the lobby money from the NRA, that they actually do it because a, a great number of their supporters
4: believe, believe in, believe to, in the, believe in the, the, the slope storyline. Say again? Right, but... Why would they give that much money to Republicans if, they didn't, if there wasn't something in it for
3: them? Because some of the Republicans have to be bought to do it. Other ones, it's just wheel greasing. Right. Well, but other ones, like it's much like, more likely.
2: Bernie Sanders is the only guy in the Democratic
3: in who doesn't get an F from the NRA, and it's because he changed his position to soften it on guns. He didn't soften it on guns because of NRA money that he was getting. He softened it because the people of Vermont are much more sure. gun-friendly. I'm just saying, than in general,
4: the money and politics are why we have so many people in prisons. The money and politics are why we don't have universal health care. No. They don't care about socialism. We don't have it because of big pharma
3: money, period.
4: No, That's why we don't have universal health care.
3: No, no that's not why we don't have government. universal health care. That is, no. Uh, would no. People would be that's more why pharma is uniparty. We don't receiving money sense. from big pharma. That, that, you, you, are, that, you are that,
4: that the Democrats running with things...
3: You are conflating two concerns and making them the entirety so. of the argument. I think it all relates to money in politics, every single issue. I'm, the saying. I'm, saying, are own I'm own. saying that was proved out in this election cycle because uh, San- uh, cause Sanders spent a ton of money in these states. Yeah, he spent he
4: money, lost. but he wasn't from a corporation, so he is not indebted to make right. decisions don't on their behalf. There's money doesn't
3: care where it came from. It, it like it doesn't Biden's matter where it comes from
4: because he no doesn't money. have to face his policies influenced by the corporation that's giving him the money. Makes a huge difference. It doesn't matter.
3: It, it, like it the voters matter.
4: didn't it's care. Policies. He's doing his policies are what no. he believes in, not because he's getting a payoff.
3: Are his Are his supporters who are giving him all this money, his forty six million he made in February, are they expecting something in return for uh, giving him that money?
4: It's different. They're not getting, they're not making money off his decision. They're making. They're, they're benefiting they won't, they won't from
3: the policy, they're not making money off it. Off. Get, of course they do. That's a huge There's, difference. Look, this is a yes, much deeper conversation. I'm just saying this is not the only conversation that need be had, and pretending it is is part of the issue. And why, and why Bernie has not expanded his coalition um, this election cycle, why it shrunk. That's it. It's not, you're not wrong to want to get corporate money out. But saying that's the 100% motivation for why people do things is why you don't actually move anybody off their reservation. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the show today, guys. Stick around for the post show. You guys are awesome. Uh, it's the Health Housemarque Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. And, of course, uh, become a uh, supporter or, or just come and watch the show every weekend. Either one is fine. We appreciate all the help and support. You guys giving it Johnny Million. You're awesome. Love you. We will uh, talk to you next week. And it will yes, seem it like will. 100 years have passed. It will. Wash your hands. For once. Love you. Bye. All All right. Bye.